everyone. I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor. And we are Uncorked and Unfiltered. And we would like to remind you guys to please subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening to us. And if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, hit that five star and leave us a nice review. We would greatly appreciate it. You can follow us on our socials. Our Instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered. And our Twitter is uncorked podcast. We live tweet The Bachelor every single week and it's a lot of fun. So if you watch that show, live tweet with us. We had some good ones last night. There, there was a, it was a good episode. It was a good episode. And we have the breakdown for you guys on our Roses Recaps and Refreshers segment, which will come at the end of this episode. Um, but we have, obviously, some hot takes first. Uh, Taylor is coming at us live with a brand new microphone. I am. Thank you so much, Evan and Kristen, my siblings. I love them so much. Yeah, she looks so fancy. I now need to, like, up my game just to be on par. No, I think you're great. Oh, thank you. Speaking of me not being great, though, I do have a funny story that happened to me today, and I've just been dying to tell you about it, and I thought to wait until we went on the pod. Perfect. What happened? So I was at my grandparents' house all day, and hanging with my grandpa, and, you know, towards the end of the day, ready to go home, ready to eat, getting a little hungry. So I'm looking through their fridge. They Like, you know, like grandparents' house, like, they don't have, like, snacks like we do. Mm-hmm. It's just like nothing there. So I'm like, what the heck can I just like nibble on? Well, I see a jar of pepperoncini peppers. And those are like those like green peppers that they put on like the Olive Garden salads. And it's like they're like, like hot, like spicy. Mm-hmm. And I'm a psycho. I like spicy food. And I was like, you know what? This could be good. So I take one out and like I have a pepper. And I'm like, hmm, that really wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know if I should have like two because they're like hot. And I'm like, I have like an empty stomach. I'm like. I'm like debating on having a second. So I go back and go to take another one out of the jar, but just out of curiosity, I was like, let me look at the expiration because you really never know with my grandparents. Like they come Mm -hmm. from the great depression, you know, they're not messing around here. Right. I mean, my grandma uses like old yogurt glass containers as cups. So upon looking at uh, the pepperoncini jar expiration date, to my surprise and amusement, it says April 2013. Oh my god! <laughs> I do think I have about two hours left. Um, as soon as I saw that, my mouth immediately tasted like dust, and Ew. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh my god! And I'm just like freaking out, and I'm like googling, like you know, like am I gonna die? Like am I gonna like throw up? Mm. apparently because it was sitting in like that vinegar it's almost like it's like pickled like fermented so Uh it says I should be fine but you know I'm disturbed it was a fairly full jar so it's really been chilling in there for uh eight years okay to be completely honest in my head I was like she's gonna say like 2018 or something like that Uh Uh I said that you just said 2013 yeah when I saw the three I was disturbed I mean you and I didn't even have our licenses in 2013. Okay, yes, we did. We had actually graduated high school at that point. But... Oh my god, you're right. You're you know right. what? You're right. I was imagining 2012 mm-hmm. graduating from St. Ben's, but that was really SJV. Yeah. No, we were freshmen in college, which is still scary. So it's still fine. scary. 
Yeah. But then, yeah, a little more fun fact about me. Me, no do math. And that's something else. Mm. Okay. Well, like, maybe keep an eye on yourself for the next 24 hours. For sure. Um, you know, I'm just drinking alcohol because I, obviously that will help. Well, yeah, that kills germs. So you're fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It'll kill all the germs in my body and hopefully me because I really, like, could not get over that. I didn't throw the jar out, which I probably should have. You definitely should have. I'll go back. I'll go back. Yeah. That is such an on-brand story for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this could be a fun game, everyone. If you ever go to your grandparents' house next, like, go ahead. Like, take a peek into their pantry or their fridge. See what you can find. Tell me if you can top April 2013. And I feel tell like me if you ate it. Yeah, I feel like it'll be real. I don't think anybody will eat it. But I think it'll be really, really hard to top that. So... You might have set a record. I don't know. Thank you. I mean, you know, I do what I can in this world. And I never disappoint myself. So there we go. Thank (laughs) you so much for that. That was amazing. Thank you. That was a great light segue into a very dark hot take that we need to talk about. All right. I know what you're going to say. Let our listeners know we're breaking down. All right. So unless you've been living under a rock for the past, I want to say maybe like three days or so at this point, um, you would have heard that Army Hammer is allegedly Hannibal Lecter, but like in real life. Mm. Um, There's a lot of disturbing stuff going out about him right now. Multiple DMs are coming out from different women um, with all these very, very I don't even want to say it's R-rated because it's, like, serial killer rated. It's, like, Uh, X-rated. Like, straight-up trigger warning for anyone that they think, you know, it could really get them shaken up. It's explicit. Yeah. He basically has, like, rape fantasies and other super disturbing fantasies about drinking blood of the people that he's, like, having sex with and controlling their heartbeat while their heart's yeah. out of the body and like all this really really uncomfortable stuff um he refers to these girls as like what was it kitten or like kitties or something he calls them yeah which, and he also calls them his slaves right which is just i mean a whole nother level of like dude yeah um and allegedly, so like he has not confirmed. I don't even think he's denied this yet. Like he's just he's kind of made no statement. Yeah, he's just kind of letting this shit float around, which I'm just like, I don't know if that makes it worse or makes it better. But allegedly, um, one of his exes has been harding tweets with these DMs and like stuff that people are saying about it. So it leads a lot of people to believe that these are all true. Right. Which, like you need serious therapy or you need to be like preventatively put in jail. I don't know. Yeah. I honestly think skip the therapy. He needs to be in a cage if this is like straight up true. And then another thing that seemed to like show that it could really be him is one of the DMS. He sent like a picture of him of his hand and like a table and the hand has this very specific tattoo on his finger And then in showing like pictures of Army Hammer and like interviews and stuff, like he has that tattoo on his finger. So that was also a telltale sign that whoever is leaking these DMs, like that's kind of um, suspicious that they have that picture of this man's hand 
and it it looks like it's army's hand yeah um yeah but it's dark it's like i felt like when i first when we first saw it come out it was like they were a little more pg-13 that was just like kinky weird and it was just like oh he's a freak and as these have come out more and more just straight up disturbing like taylor said like very cannibal like serial killery like fantasies and kinks where it's can't even really be considered a kink because it's all about like hurting someone to the point of like killing them yeah in one of the messages he even says i am 100 percent a cannibal it's just yeah and then i think afterwards he said wow that was like so scary for me to like admit that like i've never admitted that before it's like okay what yeah my thing is like i never got the hype about him i don't think he's that attractive i don't his voice bothers the shit out of me i just i never saw it and this is even more making me trust my gut that like he's not that great like i should definitely i I was smart to stay away and like not into the hype but like i don't know i don't even know where you would go from here honestly i feel like his entire reputation is destroyed as it should be if this is true I mean, it just depends if it goes anywhere. If it gets brushed under the rug and, like, there's no allegations actually being taken, like, place of where he is going to get repercussions, then, like, it really could just get brushed under the rug. And then in, like, two years' time, it's going to hurt him for now in the casting Mm -hmm. rooms because his name is buzzing in a negative way. Yeah, yeah, it's really crazy because he's never been, like, an A-list actor, but... I've seen him in a decent amount of stuff and maybe it's just because like I I'm like a movie buff but I love Call Me By Your Name which is him and Timothy Chalamet and they play lovers and it's like a beautiful film and obviously I was a fan of him more so of the film and the character he played and he almost played like this like dreamy old timesy type of like guy yeah but yeah like I don't even know how I feel about him. I just feel like now, like looking at his face and like everything, he just now just makes me uncomfortable. So. And I think what also concerns me is like, I think you had touched on this before when we were talking, but a lot of times, like if people are just having these fantasies after a while, like it's not going to get that person, excuse my language, whatever, but it's not going to get them off the way it used to. And he's going to have to take more drastic measures to like fulfill these fantasies. And that's the only way he's going to get off. So it's it's kind of scary because it's like if this is truly what he thinks can sexually please him, like every girl should fucking run away from this man because it is one of those situations where like you definitely could be next. Yeah. No, I know. I agree. It's like it's just like dictionary of like when someone is like becomes a serial killer and everyone's like, Oh, why well, was doing this. And he was doing this. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just like a little too close to that type of situation where clearly there's something going on with him that's twisted. And if he's talking that explicitly and detailed, I mean, like you said, eventually a person like that would want, would need to act on it. Yeah. So uh, I'm really, I'm really, really curious where this whole news is going to go. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure they aren't, the DMs aren't fake as far as we know. Right. But I hope if they're not fake, this doesn't just like go away. Like, I feel like it hasn't made like any major news stations yet. Like, 
Yeah. It really hasn't broke off besides like kind of like the circle of like Hollywood gossip and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I am curious if this is really going to get blown up. I know. I wonder if it's one of those things where like the news, first of all, I wonder, cause doesn't he come from like a wealthy family? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like any news station is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like we are going to fact check the shit out of this because if this is all false, like it's our head, like we, we will be fucked with lawsuits and everything like that. So I'm sure every news station is just super reluctant because they're like, God forbid we report something false that, yeah it could be bad for us and i don't know i don't know yeah that's a good point and maybe they're just more like you said delayed on it until they 100 percent know yeah so i guess we just have to wait to see if he's making a statement i I don't know if he's not making a statement that's guilty to me and even if he does make a statement it's guilty to me (laughs) i think i heard somewhere cough cough dumois um that someone is going to come out with a statement soon, like one of the girls that got the messages. Yeah. Statement soon. So I saw that too. I mean, I guess we'll just see who comes out with a statement first and, and what is said. But yeah, I just feel like he's fucked. I just feel like if it was like 100% false, immediately as this came pouring out, you think him or his PR person was going to say, like, we deny all of this. This is right. baloney. Right. The fact that like you've waited this long, it's just like, it's almost like you're trying to be meticulous and prepared and timed with your statement because obviously you're guilty. Yeah. And my other thing is too, if it was false, I feel like there would be one person kind of claiming it and being like, look at this. Like, I feel like this is multiple women now that have come out. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That doesn't, where there's smoke, there's fire typically. So creepy. I know, not a fan. It's a thing nightmares are made of. Yeah, not a fan at all. Um, if you guys are curious, you can look up the messages. They're literally everywhere. But we will keep you posted on this story if we have any new updates on it. Yes, that was probably as dark as we'll go on the show. Yeah, we wanted to just really start low and then just like, right. now we're super light, super airy, literally dead awesome. ass because <laughs> this next story is about a Disney star. So we're yeah. good. <laughs> Um, yeah that's my transition (laughs) all right so this story is about olivia rodrigo and if you don't know who she is don't worry because she's super kind of like new in this in the whole like entertainment music world but where she comes from is she recently recently starred in the new high school musical the musical series on disney plus that came out last year i actually watched it and pretty good like it's not kitty it's like realistic and like fun and light it's like one of those like feel goodish types of shows and if you just love like music it's great too so she plays kind of like the Vanessa type of character um but it's not like exactly like high school musical but um so just to start off about like her so she came out with an EP like a few days ago called driver's license and apparently this song is about her co-star from High School Musical, Josh Bassett, or Bassett, I might be saying it wrong, the, the little uh, Gen Zers are going to kill me. Um, or is it Gen X? Who cares? All right. So <laughs> it's like interesting, this story, because I don't know, I just find it like this drama so funny. So apparently when they start on the series together, 
they like had a thing and fell in love. But here's the tea. He was 19 and she was only 16. So it wasn't legal for them to date. Awkward. So apparently what people speculate is that they really liked each other. And I think it was kind of like an unspoken thing that like he was going to wait until she turned 17 um, Mm -hmm. for them to like, you know, for them to be able to like publicly date. But she turned 17 over the summer and Joshi is now dating that uh, actress and singer, Sabrina Carpenter. Um, So basically, I don't know. The reason why I'm saying this story is I literally saw it everywhere because this girl, it looks like she could be like the next Taylor Swift because she's a songwriter. She's got a killer voice. She has that type of like image, but Mm. this song is so good. Like if you're going through like a heartbreak, I'm not even going through a heartbreak and I'm just like screaming it at the top of my lungs, but it's such a good song and it's number one on all of the charts, iTunes, Spotify, like apple like everything it went past taylor's new album went past justin bieber's new song it literally yeah it it is like doing so well and i just like love the shade because you know josh now is coming out with a single in two days and it's called liar 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 something i think it's called lie 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 and now everyone's like oh my god is it about olivia and it's just like i'm just like here for this drama i just think it's so funny especially because they're so young it's like whatever I'm, I'm i'm along for the ride i know they're literally like do they not realize just wait until they turn 20 and see what the drama is then because i tell you what it really goes up from him, from there but i mean i'll listen to the song i never heard it if it must be good if it's better than taylor swift and justin bieber on the charts right now so yeah it is good and i mean like you said it's like wow okay if you're 17 just wait but like this girl when the way she wrote this song like you can tell like whoever this dude is if it is about this josh guy or it's about someone else like someone broke her fucking heart Mm -hmm. and like you can feel the emotion and her her voice is killer so i think it's just like all of that combined i guess just like a perfect recipe for like a you know breaking hit yeah so yeah i kind of hope it's not about this josh guy and then he just looks like an idiot I know. I don't. I know. It's very interesting because she talks about you're dating this new blonde girl that I was always insecure about. And the new girl is blonde and all this like hints about the song is called driver's license because she got a driver's license. And she's like, you and I always talked about driving together and like you taught me how to drive and stuff. And now I have my driver's license and I'm alone. Mm-hmm. But in a previous interview for like the show, Olivia literally said that Josh was teaching her how to drive. Okay. We love to see it. (laughs) We love hints. We love to see it. Like this is what we live for on uncorked and unfiltered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But okay, guys, check out that song driver's license by Olivia. Let me get her last name. Correct. Olivia Rodrigo. Sorry about that, Olivia. Um, But yeah, it's great. All right. Well, I'll definitely listen. Yeah. Speaking of, I guess, kind of reboots because the High School Musical thing. Um, Sex and the City reboots coming out. Crazy. Uh, crazy. So funny side note story, whatever. Lex and I were hanging out. What was it? Saturday night? Yeah. And we were drinking wine, obviously. And we made homemade okay. pizza, obviously. And we were like, let's watch a movie. Let's watch Sex in the City. Fuck it. 
Um, and then we somehow started talking about the reboot and just like, oh, what happened, blah, blah, blah. And then like two days later, not even, it was announced that they were having a reboot. So I'm not saying anything, but I'm also saying we're psychic. I feel like we are psychic. That is like, I'm sorry. You can't ignore that. Like we killed it. Yeah. That was a true sign from above. Something. Yes. Yeah. I totally yeah. agree. It was crazy. So yeah. yeah. Love that side side note. So it's coming out on HBO Max, obviously, because they're taking over the entire world, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's returning with 10 new episodes. Each episode is only a half hour long. And production's supposed to start in the spring. Um, overall, everyone seems kind of split on the whole thing. I feel like half the people are super pumped. And then the other half of the people are kind of like, eh. Um, Darren Starr, who was the original creator, he will not be helping with the reboot. He also, though, created Emily in Paris. So it's kind of a bummer that he's not going to be on this because I just feel like it's not going to be as great, especially because Michael Patrick King, who directed the two movies, he's the executive producer and along with Sarah Jessica Parker. And I just feel like the movies were not as good as the show. So I am worried that they're not going to have the original creator as a part of this whole journey i guess mm-hmm. um i don't love that for the show but i guess we'll see what happens with it also allegedly according to e-news sarah so let me backtrack a little bit here kim cutrell who plays did i pronounce her last name right cutrell yeah you, you crushed it thank you um kim cutrell who plays samantha is not coming back right yeah I guess there is a drama, drama, drama on this show. Yeah, there's been like a long time feud between her yeah. and Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, I did some deep digging research today because I had some time at work. And um, it goes back to season like two of the show. Allegedly, wow. she, Sarah Jessica Parker got offered to be an executive producer on the show or a producer or something. And she got a raise with that. And Kim Cattrall was very upset about that, like thought she deserved the raise as well. Um, And that kind of, I think, started the feud. And it just kind of spiraled from there. Um, They would do interviews and, you know, they tried to deny it for all those years. You know, I don't hate her. I don't hate her. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, It came out in like 2018-ish when... Uh, Kim did an interview and I don't remember who was interviewing her, but he straight up asked like what Sarah Jessica Parker, what's going on with that? And she was like, we were never friends. We were work colleagues and that's about it. Um, I never liked her. She even went as far to, so I guess her brother back in 2018, like went missing and passed away. And um, Sarah Jessica Parker reached out and was like, I'm so sorry about your brother, you know, whatever. And Kim Cattrall, you can go on her Instagram because this is how I found it. On her Instagram in like February of 2018, posted, I don't need your love or support at this tragic time at Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, yes, I've seen this. In the post, straight up tagged her. So there is definitely no love loss between those two. And I think that's a big reason why Kim was like, I'm not coming back. I'm not Samantha anymore. I just don't care. Yeah. Um, But people were commenting after Sarah Jessica Parker posted the trailer of the new show coming on and saying how they were upset that like Samantha wasn't going to be on it and how Sarah Jessica Parker didn't like 
Samantha or uh, what's her name? Kim. Kim. I get so confused. I know. And uh, Sarah Jessica Parker commented, no, I don't dislike her. I've never said that. Never would. Samantha isn't part of this story, but she will always be part of us no matter where we are or what we do. So I truly think Sarah Jessica Parker has no ill feelings towards her. But for some reason, Kim just doesn't like SJP. Well, playing devil's advocate here. Go for it. Kim could either be fucking psycho and just has it out for SJP for some bizarre reason. It could have been jealousy from the get-go. Like, you never know. And that's why Sarah is just like, I don't know what I don't know what to tell you. Like I've never really had an issue with her mm-hmm. or Sarah could have really crossed her in some way that just the public doesn't know about. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Kim hasn't like publicized and like something dirty could have gone down or maybe Sarah did end up on top. And that's why Kim has such like negative feelings for mm-hmm. her and JP, uh, um, Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> I'm just going to call her full name. Cause I can't do the initials. That's why she's kind of like, I don't know what this is because it, it really didn't like affect her. Whatever happened didn't affect mm-hmm. her in a negative way. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, you never know because it is such so interesting. Like Kim is like evil when she talks about Sarah, like Sarah killed her family. Like, I really feel like she hates her. And I'm like, why? And everything I've read, like Sarah Jessica Parker's so nice. So I'm I've ju- heard that too. Like in general, she's so yeah. nice. So I don't know. I I don't know. I guess. I mean, it goes way deep. We were probably in like third grade when the feud started. Yeah, so. yeah uh, it is. It's a bummer. I mean, that's why the third there was supposed to be a third movie and it never happened because that's yeah. when she, she, Kim was like, I'm out. Yeah. So. So. I but mean, I'm excited they're doing this show. Like, what do you think? How do you think it'll be different without Samantha? I think it will be different in like a, a, in a way that I'm going to like miss her because Samantha brings, I don't know. Cause like the way it's all ended, like the other three are married with like kids. Right. Well, not Sarah, but I mean, you never know now. Right. Um, but like, you know, Samantha was the one character that was kind of like the wild free bird. So I felt like that balance was so nice. And I feel like, especially in the movie, since we just watched the first movie, like she just brings such like sassiness and almost mm-hmm. like that like confident vibe that like it, it's so important in the dynamic of friends. Yeah. I mean, I guess they can replace it with a supporting character where someone kind of has that type of energy. But I don't know. Samantha is a bold character to to like not have. Like, yeah, not to be rude, but like if we lost like Miranda or Charlotte, like maybe it wouldn't be as noticeable the dynamic. I mean, agreed. The show is sex and the city. And realistically, like you said, they're all married. They're not going out and like sleeping with whoever anymore. It's very much just married life at like yeah. York City. I, I, I don't know. And, I, yeah. Like, what are they going to do with it? Like, they can't right. go on another vacation. Like, I mean, we, we killed that, you know, like, what are they? I'm like, unless like. I don't know. I honestly, I'm, I'm going to watch it a hundred percent. Cause I mm-hmm. am intrigued. Yeah. I am just, I would be surprised if it's something that honestly lasts more than one season. Like, I feel like unless it's just like, you know, like amazing, I don't really see it like being like a renewed thing. Me either. I also wonder too. So they're starting production in the spring. So I wonder if it's going to take place during this COVID time. Is it going to take place pre-covid like what the city right. would 
you know, like I, I'm very curious how they're going to swing this. I just don't, I don't know. Obviously I'm going to watch too, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. Cause I would almost, I obviously would like it without the COVID play right. on it because you know, it, that sex in the city, but at the same time, like, I think it would be interesting to see these women in the pandemic times in New York city, like they could really play on that, but they have to keep it light. Yeah. It's also like, I feel like a lot of people are like, so over the pandemic, obviously, and all of the medical shows are using it. And yeah. it's almost like, you know, you watch TV for an escape, like do So I don't know. I'm curious. I mean, hats off to the creative team because they have a lot of decisions to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very curious to see how it plays out. I don't know. Yep. I just don't think you can recreate what they once had. So. No. And it's, it's not have to do with like their inability to do so. Like, I just think it's unrecreatable. Like it's because it was timeless. You know, you can't, you can't just go and like redo that. That's almost a compliment to the original where like, it was so perfect. Like, you can't top perfect. Yeah. Just like let it lie. Yeah. But uh, stay tuned. We shall see. We'll see. And all right. Some more news about uh, another. Not this one isn't a TV show. It's a film. But it looks like there is going to be a I Love Lucy biopic. So Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem are in negotiations to play Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz and Amazon's Being the Ricardos. Uh, The film is about the relationship between the I Love Lucy stars. And they say the film, like the screenplay, is set during one production week of I Love Lucy. So, you know, Monday table read through Friday audience filming while Lucy and Desi are facing a crisis that could end their careers and another that could end their marriage. And like... Okay, so when I first saw this, like, I freaked out. I love I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. Like, that show was my childhood. I mean, I, like, literally reading the note, reading the news made me want to watch it again. Like, I was trying to find it online. Because, like, it's just, like, such a good show. And I think it's going to be darker than people realize. Because Lucille Ball, number one, was an alcoholic and was addicted to pills. And that's how she inevitably died. And... She struggled through that all throughout her career that obviously you didn't see in I Love Lucy. And also her and Desi, who plays Ricky Ricardo, did not have a good marriage at all. And it was pretty nasty towards the end. So I don't really think it's going to be like the lightest film. Right. But nonetheless, I'm here for it. But the only criticism I saw when this news broke is like no one is feeling Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball. Unpopular opinion. I don't like her. I don't think she's a good actress. I don't. I completely disagree with that. What have you seen of her? Wasn't she an Aquaman? She's like the mom. I'm dead. I mean, yeah, but like that's not even in like her top 40. <laughs> okay, well, that movie in and of itself made me never really want to see her act again because I thought I could do a better job. Yeah, I mean, that was such like a corny. That's such like a corny. Um, movie like I mean yeah if that was all I saw of her I would probably be on your side so I'm not blaming you for having a a negative opinion but people like I think feel weird about her because she's like awkward and a little weird but me personally she is a stellar actress I mean I've seen her in like countless things she's won 
countless Emmys and awards and Golden Globes and Oscars. And so I I think her acting is incredible. Uh, but I cannot see her as Lucille Ball. And that's what like a lot of other people are feeling. It's just like Luce, like uh, Lucille Ball, like what she's famous for is like her crazy expressions. Um, right. You know, you remember all like the iconic mm-hmm. episodes, the chocolate, like this when uh, the Vegemite thing, like her expressions, like she doesn't even have to speak and the audience is dying laughing. And like Nicole Kidman, love her to death. Like she, her face is so stiff. Um, I don't know if it's like the Botox or I don't even know if she's had plastic mm-hmm. surgery, but she just doesn't like nothing against her. Like, I just don't see it. So right. I don't know. I mean, it said in negotiations, so it wasn't like a hundred percent, but if they are in negotiations, that means like they're basically the people. And I don't think a deadline article would have released it if it wasn't like about to like be legit, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I mean, She's been my girl for a while, so I'm nervous that she's actually going to be her. And this is such an iconic role. Like, it really could be her demise and not, like, I'm sure this is going to be, like, an Oscar film. But, like, if she doesn't do the part right, it could be a total flop. I mean, I guess then this will be my second movie that I see with her and I can really judge. You haven't seen Big Little Lies? I don't think so. What's oh my about? god, you have to watch it. It's a series on HBO. HBO is taking over the world. If you haven't put stock in them yet, you should. <laughs> or probably too late, but you sh- I should have. <laughs> I should have. I hate myself. Yeah, same. Um, Big Little Lies, I recommend. Okay, I have a lot of shows to get through, so. But yeah, that is my I Love Lucy news for y'all and more to come. Yeah, can't wait. That is actually also the end of our hot takes for everybody. So let's just get into our roses recaps and refreshers because it let's was do a shit it. Storm. It was a shit storm. Uh, so second week of The Bachelor. Uh, this week there were two one on ones and one group date. The group date was eighteen people. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I did not mess that number up. It was eighteen girls. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh first one-on-one date was with Brie. And as soon as it was announced that she was going on the date and like she left on like those ATVs, Queen Victoria, you know, freaked out, was super pissed that she didn't get it and she just like did not hold like hold back on her thoughts. And I think all of the girls they were like, oh, you know, trying to be like that nice, like I don't even consider it fake, but just like, you know, good for her. Like, that's fine. Like, because there's nothing you can do about it. And like Victoria was just like, you guys are all fake. Like, I'm not the only one that's not happy for her. Like you all wish that you were like on the one-on-one date. And like, look, Victoria had a point a little bit, but also like, she's just like a bitch. And it's like, you don't need to be like whining. Like this is literally the show you signed up for. You're not going to be on the one-on-one every single day. Yeah. Calm down in your fucking loungewear tie-dye set over there. Okay. Like, um, <laughs> God. I, I know. But <sighs> I want to say she got over it, but she didn't. Of course. She did not. No drama to come on that. But I don't know. So the first date was with Brie. I'm pretty sure her name was Brie. Mm-hmm. And so they went the ATVing. He flipped the ATV over, which I knew was going to happen. I saw it 
like happening and I was like this is just whatever and then they sat in the hot tub and then they had dinner and to be honest the monotonous I just explained that date with is how I felt watching that date there was nothing I know I like I felt the same like T and I were like live texting and maybe at the very end of the date I saw a little more like I definitely okay if there's one thing I towards the end of the day I could see that he was kind of feeling her a little bit but on her end I was like look alive like I remember he was like do you want to go like dinner into the hot tub and she's like sure yeah yeah (sighs) I don't know it it it, I don't know it was kind of just like all right like let's just get this date over with yeah I agree but on Twitter we were the minority minor oh my god we were the minority because I saw everyone thinking like she's gonna be top two and I was like I don't see it (laughs) no 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 I think the second girl he went on the one-on-one date with has potential but I don't know I feel like since he was not on the bachelorette like has never been part of the franchise I don't know if he's nervous I don't know if he doesn't really know how to fake chemistry with people yet I don't know if that's something that'll kind of come later on in the show but for right I feel like his emotions, he's wearing them very straight on his face. And like, if he's feeling a girl, like you can kind of tell. And if he's not, it's very obvious as well. So I don't know if, I mean, maybe like as the dates go on and stuff like that, he'll kind of get better about it. But even the group date, like I just felt like there was stuff that like you could tell he was into and you could tell he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, yeah, I still, I mean, I like him. I'm still a fan of him, but I, yeah. I I agree. I mean, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe we're just because we're used to like the fakeness of where they know how to like ham it up for the camera. Mm-hmm. And so since we're used to this person who's not doing that and is just like being himself, we're like, huh? But like, maybe it's not a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, the group date was very interesting. It also. was chaotic. It has been done before. <laughs> Yeah. So do you remember Tasha and Zach's date um, when they dressed up as like the wedding dresses and took a fo- photo shoots together? Well, that yeah. was essentially what happened with Max, except it was 18 of them. Right. And it was just cringe. And like when Victoria like kissed him and like he didn't kiss back at all, like it was like so uncomfortable. And it was just like, it's just weird. Like, mm-hmm. They don't, the producers don't care. It's like, you want to make these girls and Matt like any more uncomfortable, like make them all wear wedding dresses like three Mm. days into meeting them. Like, it's just weird. Um, But it got weirder. Of course it did. In true Bachelor history, it got weirder. Um, Then they made them play capture the flag in their wedding dresses. And the winners got to go to the cocktail party. Now, maybe I just haven't, watched enough seasons of the bachelor even though i think i have but i never remember there being a competition and the losers from the group date could not go to the cocktail party oh no it's all it's always been a thing okay in the beginning when there's a lot of boys and girls boys and girls when there's a lot of men and women if they do that because there's like too many to be able to like go to like the night then it would just kind of be like another rose ceremony Oh, then I probably just never really I watched like more towards the end of the shows than when it's like good. But I felt like the evening part of the date was kind of uneventful anyway. So, yeah, yeah. So 
yeah I like what happened oh he just talked to some of them and like yeah. got to know them more and then he gave the rose I think her name was Kayla okay yeah the rest of it was like super uneventful and they just kind of all like hung out and like some of them got to like know Matt a little more and that was really it yeah I don't know the, so far like there is drama in this whole group but it's it's slowly I think like simmering yeah, I think it depends on the group. Yeah. Um, for sure. But yeah. uh then we go to the second one on one, and that was Matt and Sarah, and they went on a mini plane, which did look terrifying. I was like, oh my God, like I definitely would have like freaked out as well. 100%. Um, but then they went to dinner, and that's when Sarah opened up to Matt about her dad having Lou Garrett's disease. And yeah, it was so sad seeing her talk about that and like you know and Matt I mean you could literally tell that he was like holy shit like this girl has like a really sick dad that she's basically dropped everything for in her life yet Mm -hmm. she's here with me and the reason when I started liking Matt was when he asked her what do you need from me in this journey that Mm -hmm. will you know like make you like me more or like make you see me see good things in me and she was taken aback she was like um she was like oh my god she was like that's amazing and like I was like kudos to Matt because I don't think I've ever heard a bachelor say that and being like what do you need from me like what can I do to make this like a good experience so I thought that was like bravo and yeah yeah, I love them I see chemistry 100% I do too I the old honestly the only two girls I have seen chemistry with with him so far is Abigail who got the first impression rose and then Sarah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously we'll see how it plays out, but I really like those two. And, and I did think that was a very sweet date um, and sweet dinner. And I feel like she was able to be honest and like felt comfortable enough to like tell him what's going on in her life, which I feel like, especially something like that, it's gotta be really hard to open up to, especially to a random. Yeah. totally but I think it worked out in her favor because I think having those hard conversations early on also if it goes well brings you closer together so I think her and him have the strongest bond in the house at this point because they've now just gone on a deeper level and like have that connection and like once you kind of like share those feelings with each other it's like I don't know I definitely feel like that makes you closer in general yeah I definitely think everyone should keep their eye out on her yeah, and I like her too. I do too. And she looks like Alexis Rose from Shit's Creek. She does. David? David. And then, so then the rose ceremony happened, and naturally, Queen Victoria was there, and there was so much drama. I was oh so annoyed God. with her. I was like, can this bitch not? I know. Like, okay, so I was watching it with my sister, Nick, and she literally was like, could she be a paid actress? And I'm like, Dude, honestly, yeah, because I don't know, like, I don't see the chemistry with her and Matt at all. She doesn't even seem like his type. And I feel like she's being so aggressive with the drama. Like, it's almost a little too on the nose. So I'm a little skeptical, Bachelor Nation. I could see it. She's definitely the producer's pick. And she will probably be around for a while because she causes the drama. So basically, she was trying to like pit Matt against Marilyn and make Marilyn seem like a psycho. And like it, she's bullying Victoria for 
and for saying Victoria is not positive and like all this stuff which none of it was true no and victoria completely spun the story when she talked to matt and like made marilyn out to be the bad guy and i was honestly so also like fuck victoria when marilyn came over to talk to her about everything like i don't want to sit next to you i don't want to sit next to you get off my couch i was like bitch are you kidding are you kidding it was disgusting. And it's like, how old are we? Like, you don't even like this girl didn't cross you to that extreme. You can't sit out. And she was, Oh my God. I'm so, and then to make matters worse, because Victoria had to talk to Matt a second time about Marilyn, she took time. And then Matt had to go and grab Marilyn again mm-hmm. to say like, I'm upset about this. She took time away from other girls getting to talk to Matt. So then the rose ceremony came and a lot of girls weren't able to talk to him because yeah. Victoria had to do this. Yeah, she just she needs to suck it up and sleep in that bed because her under eye bags are insane. Get Holy shit. Yeah. Dude. An issue. Like an issue. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I have dark circles under my eyes too from when I don't sleep well, but like you are on national TV, honey. Yeah, like take all precautions necessary to make sure your skin's looking good, girl. At, at least semi good. I mean, that was scary. That was but now we're just being mean. Sorry. Oh, whatever. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll pull it back. We'll pull it back. But she's a bitch anyway. Um, but yeah, then the rose ceremony went to happen and we didn't even get to finish it because our girl Sarah like passed out. I know. My heart fluttered when Matt ran after her. I'm not going to lie about it. I know. And I've been like reading some theories about her and like people are watching the teaser trailer a lot. And there's a, like a scene with her like crying hysterically. And people are thinking like she might potentially be someone that like ends up leaving because she doesn't want to like be away from her dad or something or maybe it I don't know that was just like some theories that I read my love reading theories so but okay this just came to me because now you said people were watching the trailers remember when he is sitting on the sidewalk or the curb crying hysterically and Chris yeah. comes up to him and it's like are you okay and he's like no I wonder yeah. if that's when she goes home I mean I from right now their chemistry is off the charts. Right. So if she if they if they continue progressing and then she goes home, like it would definitely make sense that he's devastated. Right. Because, you know, so yeah, I know. I that's a really good point too. But uh we shall see. That would be so sad. But it also could lead to the most dramatic season yet if he like follows her or something. <laughs> okay, Chris Harrison. It's my part-time job. <laughs> yeah. So I was I feel like it was so dramatic of them to like be like the to be continued. Like the girl didn't die clearly. Like, why are we acting like she like something terrible happened? Like she might've gotten lightheaded because you don't feed her. Okay. And like, that's it. Literally. That was my personal theory today. Cause my parents were like, Oh my God, why'd she pass out? I was like, I don't know. I didn't get her full medical history, but if I had to guess, <laughs> I she didn't eat during the day. Cause she wanted to look skinny on TV. Yeah. And then they like, throw alcohol down your throats and then they make you do the rose ceremony at like three in the morning. A girl gets tired. I'd pass out too. I mean, that just could really just be it. And they have to get all dramatic on it. But um, whatever. Of course they do. It brings us back. That's why. It does. I'm like, oh, you're so annoying. All right. See you next week. <laughs> I hate you, but I love you. I'll see you next week. Exactly. So yeah, 
excited to see what happens with this season and stay tuned, I guess. Yeah. Obviously, we will be recapping it every single week on our podcast for you all. Mm-hmm. And we will be live tweeting it on our Twitter, which is uncork underscore on podcast. I lied. Our Twitter is uncorked podcast and our Instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening to us. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and hit that five stars. We would greatly appreciate it. Stay hydrated, everybody. And drink lots of wine. Bye, guys.